around the league and obviously here in Washington, one of the themes of the opening weekend was clearly injuries. Dak with Dallas. So, Cowboy fans watching that. Chris told you in the trending, Jerry's hopeful that Dak could somehow be back in four weeks. So, they're not going to put him on the IR. That still likely keeps him out versus Washington in week four when the two teams get together down in Dallas. So that, at least for Washington, is catching a break by not facing Dallas's best quarterback, as Chris gave you that timeline update uh, within the trending there. So that certainly a good sign for Washington. Meanwhile, the commanders yesterday confirming what I think we all knew about uh, unfortunately, Fidelian Mathis uh, going to likely be out for the rest of the season. He gets put on IR. They bring in uh, Donovan Jeter, who was part of a very good defensive front with Michigan, certainly not uh, as uh, high profile as the other two guys on that front. So he comes in as a depth piece, nothing nothing more. Because if you're a street-free agent right now, that means you're not good enough to play uh, You know, for 31 other teams, uh, two at this point. So he'll try and catch on here uh, with Washington and provide – a little bit of depth, but a position that a year ago at the beginning of this season was a strength of this team, now significantly um, handicapped by injury right now here in Washington. And certainly as we go forward, you're going to be walking on eggshells every time John Allen and Deron Payne are in the game. Allen, of course, uh, said his groin was fine. That's the good news, so shouldn't be a problem for him going forward. But, Chris, I would imagine – I would imagine John Allen might be on a, a, a smidge of a snap count watch this week. They're going to see how he is uh, to make sure, because right now you're trying to preserve John Allen and Deron Payne for 17 games, and you got to find some depth and some help uh, behind those guys to be productive, and Mr. Swift is quite the runner they're going to face this week. No doubt about it. Uh, you know, they were already thin, um, I, I guess is, is, is probably the best way to put it, at defensive tackle even before they lost Fedarian Mathis, right? Um, they were already thin there. So, you know, now you have to basically look at it and say, all right, how do we not only, how do we not only get enough depth, but so that, like you said, you're not having to play. If you're, if you can't get off the field on third down, which you were able to do on Sunday, if your offense can't convert at a 70% clip on off on offense on third down. And therefore, you have to play another series or two, right? Again, that's the whole key to time of possession, uh, Pete, as everybody should know, is that if, if a team can convert on third down on offense, sure, it's great for the offense, but it's also really good for the defense, right? So if that, if what happens Sunday does not happen in terms of, like the third down success and the third down getting off the field rate, then if those players have to play another 8, 9, 10, 12, whatever, 14 snaps, especially like you said with DeAndre Swift, that could be a major problem. Just like, for instance, okay, on Sunday against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and again, it's Jaguars, um, Deron Payne played 55 snaps. Jonathan Allen played 54 snaps, right? If they have to play just, say, 65 just say 65 on Sunday against the Detroit Lions. What do you think they're going to be like in the fourth quarter when the Lions maybe make that comeback that they made against the Eagles? Maybe 
they have maybe they don't need to make that comeback and it's a 17-17 game and they're trying to go for it and, and use DeAndre Swift to kind of set up Jared Goff off a of play action to go to uh, uh, Ramon Sam Brown or whatever his name is um, or TJ Hawkinson or whoever, right? I mean, like those guys are going to be not only gashed, but they're going to be gassed. And it's not like they were great against the run on Sunday anyway. See, this is what's got me really worried, is that they got off the field on third down. Their offense kept the ball on third down. They didn't play a lot. And yet they were really bad against the run on Sunday. Uh, really bad. They were bad. They weren't good against the run. I, I know 27 yards came on one James Robinson. I got it. I understand that. But it's not like they were great the rest of the game. And that was just one run that she allowed, and now a different customer. Yeah, I mean, look, it's and I think it's a significant customer. Yeah, uh, coming up this week in in DeAndre Swift because DeAndre Swift is a home runner. James Robinson coming off an injury, uh, not the threat of a home run. Even ATN is more of a threat of a home run right now than James Robinson was. Mm-hmm. But DeAndre Swift is 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 going to get the carries and is going to be a guy that can be a home run hitter. So if you don't play well and you contain him with your front seven. You're in for a long day uh, against a guy like DeAndre Swift. And well, what if you miss tackles like you did absolutely. on Sunday? No I mean, you know, That's and again, this isn't deal. just on the defensive lineman. This is on Jamin Davis, Cole Holcomb, whoever, you know, is part of the mix, right? I, I, I mean, like, it's not just on, on two guys or one guy or mm-hmm. whatever. It's now you have to have the same kind of pass rush, coordinated pass rush that you had on Sunday for the most part. And you have to be a lot more disciplined in your run defense because, again, to your point, DeAndre Swift is, is probably better than what Jacksonville threw out. And and Jacksonville presented problems, both James Robinson and Etienne. DeAndre Swift might be better along with whatever else Detroit can present than you, that but combination. But you know what, though? Uh, I'm, I'm pretty – unlike – Two years ago, when Washington went there and lost, mm-hmm. I'm pretty, I'm a lot more confident about what this offense can do against Detroit. Oh, no doubt. And I think the key is if you get ahead, you reduce the amount of time that they can spend giving it to Swift mm-hmm. on the offensive oh, side. Oh, no doubt. So no doubt. taking advantage of chances to score is going to be incredibly important in this game for Washington because that's a way that you can impact DeAndre Swift's impact in the game mm-hmm. by scoring, getting off to a fast start, getting ahead, and then you force Detroit to get out of their comfort zone and go a different way right. offensively, which does allow your pass rush to become an effective unit in this game and maybe cause turnovers, get you more possessions, and you end up in the same situation like Philadelphia was this past week. You get ahead, you play from way in front, and then Swift really can't, you know, be a one-play-away guy to, you know, really hurt you in a football game like this like he's capable of. But he can still hurt you as a receiver. I mean, if you go back and watch that game, uh, what do you have, three catches, I think 30-some-odd yards. Hey, he's uh, like One for 25. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. space and pace So even if they take away the run, right, and even if if the score dictates that they can't run as much, right – which is exactly what happened on Sunday. Yes, he had the 15 carries for a buck 44. I got all that. Uh, you know, I, I, some most of that damage was in the first half. As the game then starts to kind of get away from Detroit, then 
They might not be able to run him, but right. what they might be able to do is while you're taking away everything over the top and making sure you don't give up big plays to St. Brown and DJ Chark and, again, Hawkinson and that there's big leaks in your secondary, what are they going to do? Check down, check down, or naturally design screen or get him out in the flats, get him isolated in matchups against Jamin Davis and even Cole Holcomb, get him isolated against somehow a defensive end in the flat area, and that's one way that Detroit can attack you even if they're coming from behind. So, again, you can't rest on your laurels and be like, well, we're just taking away everything over the top. Yeah, that's great. Don't get then nickel and dimed or more than nickel and dime, maybe dimed and quartered, if you will, and and, and sliced up and carved up by DeAndre Swift as a receiver underneath.